This podcast was first broadcast on Mix 92.6. Go to Mix92.6.com to find more Environment Matters podcasts. And if you enjoy what we do, to find out how you can support the station, which is run entirely by volunteers. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Environment Matters with me, Amanda Yorworth. Environment Matters is the show that brings you news on issues of sustainability and the environment from around Hertfordshire and from further afield. Now, you might remember that a couple of weeks ago we heard from John Stokes of the Tree Council about why planting a tree in 2024 would be a brilliant thing to do. And he gave us some excellent tips about choosing a tree for our garden or our outdoor space that would be beautiful as well as benefiting, well, us and wildlife and how to help that tree get through those first few difficult years and all the way to maturity. Now, if you missed the show or if you'd like to listen again, then head to the podcast page of Mix926.com where you'll find it along with a huge variety of other podcasts, all made here at Mix926 for you to enjoy at your leisure. But how about if you're looking to plant more than just one tree? How about if you're, say, from a local church looking to plant an orchard, say, or a school looking to plant a hedge around the playing field, or indeed a parish council looking to add some shade to a play area? Well, if you're in that situation, then you'll want to hear about Hertfordshire's two woodland creation officers, Hannah Ward and Ralph Giles. Now, they were appointed last year and have already achieved a lot. In fact, it was Martin from Hornbeam Wood Hedgehog Sanctuary who emailed amanda.yourworth at mix926.com to say how brilliant Hannah and Ralph had been in helping him to create a whole new hedgerow at the sanctuary. So let's hear from Hannah and Ralph to find out what they might be able to do to help you. Hannah, Ralph, thank you so much for taking the time to join me. It's such a a busy time of year for you, right in the middle of the tree planting season. Can we just get our organisation sorted out first, Ralph? Now, I can see that you're wearing a CMS, Countryside Management Service, sweatshirt. But I thought that your role was a Hertfordshire County Council role. So am I wrong or can you explain how the organisations fit together? Absolutely. So the Countryside Management Service is part of the Countryside and Rights of Way Service, which is the, for want of a better word, department within Hertfordshire County Council that looks after um, management planning for all sorts of different things across the county uh, and also uh, the countryside management service volunteer teams carry out practical management on sites and on rights of way across the county. That's great. Well, thank you for explaining that. And you and Hannah are Woodland Creation Officers. Why do we need you? I think fundamentally, there's a lot of funding available right now for uh, tree and hedgerow planting, for woodland creation, for, for all those sorts of things that can benefit the environment and enhance nature, but both on a local and national level. But people can't afford to spend hours or sometimes days combing the internet, researching the various options that are out there and working out which one's best for them. Or if they can, they haven't got the time to complete page after page of an application form, which sometimes demands quite a lot of technical detail. That's where we can help. We can do the legwork so that landowners and organisations in Hertfordshire don't have to. 
Okay. So landowners, Hannah, who does this cover? Who are you able to help? Well, it applies to everyone, really. We are, we are open to any, any resident in Hertfordshire. It doesn't need to be a landowner. You can be a tenant, you can be a farmer, you can be a, a council, you can work for the council. It's really anybody that's interested in planting any amount of trees can come to us as a free service and just get sort of general guidance recommendations. And then if it's a bigger area that we can help fund it and, and, and going forward like that, really. Okay, so when we're talking about size, Ralph, how how big is the sort of minimum size that you would be helping with? Well, I don't think we want to set out a a minimum number of trees or a a minimum area. Um, As a general rule, if someone's only looking to plant a handful of trees in their garden or a few metres of hedge, then the best route to go down would be to sign up to the waiting list for next year's Your Tree, Our Future tree giveaway scheme, which Hertfordshire County Council runs. Uh, But for larger projects, then we'd be happy to look at what we might be able to do to help. That sounds fantastic. And Hannah, is it just, I don't know, planting an area of woodland that you can help with or are there other sorts of projects that you can help with as well? No, we'd really actually like to push that we, we gapping up hedges is really important and we find that's actually very accessible for people with smaller, smaller areas of land. So it's planting, but it doesn't have to be woodland planting. It can be sort of scrub creation, uh, hedgerow creation, hedgerow gapping up, just planting or even a shelter belt. It's very varied and it's very open to everybody, uh, whatever size project they're looking at. Okay, so we're just looking at getting those trees in the ground, whatever formation they are. Absolutely, that's the key thing, getting, getting trees in the ground in the right place. Lovely. Excellent. Yes, that's the thing. I think it's it's right tree, right place. But it's very easy to dig a hole and drop a tree into it. But it's vital that we're not just making sure that that tree's planted, but that it survives and it thrives. That first three to five years of establishment is key. Um, and one of the things we're able to offer is a comprehensive advice on aftercare how to go about mulching, how to carry out watering, when suitable to water and when isn't, uh, how best to prune newly planted hedgerow, how to maintain trees and woodland areas and hedgerow going forward. And, and that's that's the vital thing. Yes, indeed. No point planting trees just to leave them to die. And how about, like you were saying, it's right tree, right place. How about the selection of the right tree? Can you help with that, Hannah? Yes, uh, when we go out to site, we'll look at the species that are already there, the species that are doing well, and then in our recommendations, we'll tailor the species that we would recommend planting uh, in accordance with the sort of landscape characteristics of the area. And how about if we're looking for wider advice about making our site better for wildlife generally? So one of the things we can do is tap into the institutional knowledge and skills of our colleagues in the wider land management team as part of the Countryside and Rights of Way service, um, to look at how a site could be managed most suitably and beneficially going forward beyond just the tree and hedgerow planting aspect. For instance, pond creation, wildflower meadow creation, ongoing management of woodland through coppicing, pollarding, those sorts of things. Excellent. So that's really quite an extensive service that you're offering there. Uh, Hannah, could I just ask you, so could you explain to us who your role is funded by and what Hearts County Council's interest is in your role and perhaps how long your appointment is for? Yeah, our roles are funded by central government effectively. It's come through the Forestry Commission and 
Hertfordshire County Council applied for that money. They they got the grant and it's funded myself and Ralph for a two year position each. So we're in post until January 2025. And in that time, we're just a free service accessible to anyone. And we've just sort of take lightened the load of the rest of the team because we can just focus on anything tree planting or hedge planting related. Now, I wondered, um, Ralph, could you tell us a little bit about some of the great projects that you've enabled so far? Perhaps you could start with, you've done something at Oldenham Country Park, haven't you? Yes, indeed. That was our very first project when we were fresh into the role. Uh, That was a planting of 600 trees across, it was about half to three quarters of an hectare at the new 100 acre wood at Aldenham Country Park. Uh, That was funded through the Queen's Green Canopy. And that was a a lovely little project. And we had lots of positive feedback from that. And when we popped down to visit the trees this summer, we reckon there was about a 90 to 95% establishment rate. So really encouraging given uh, the, the dry weather we had in the preceding year and the fact that it was such a cold and snowy winter. Uh, we, we just managed to get the mulch down there in time for the snow. And it was wonderful to see trees already starting to peek out the top of the shelters there. It just shows that with the right care, actually, you can get a good survival rate. But that, that right care, like you say, is crucial. And Hannah, could you tell us about a, another project that you've done at Hornbeam Wood Hedgehog Sanctuary? You've, you've done some work there as well, haven't you? Yes, that's been a, a big project, actually, through the Environmental Improvement Grant that Hertfordshire County Council are offering to anybody, actually, which, is, which they can still apply for at the moment. So that was over 3,000 whips. We uh, planted new hedgerow along several field edges and then there'll be scrub creation and also uh, something like 28 feathers went in. So those are bigger trees that provide immediate impact on site uh, visually. It was very successful. We did two planting days and we've got one more coming up just to finish everything off. Lovely. That sounds great. And of course, hedgehogs like nothing better than a hedge, do they? So (laughs) it sounds like a perfect place for a new hedge as well. So, Ralph, if we've, I don't know, say farmer or perhaps a school or just somebody with a, a little bit of land or whatever, and we think actually this could be a good opportunity for doing some planting, what should we do? How do we get in touch with you? Your first point of call would be to have a look at our webpage, which is hertfordshire.gov.uk forward slash woodland creation. See the sorts of things that we're able to offer and then drop us a line at cms at hertfordshire.gov.uk. Brilliant. And Hannah, is it all right if we aren't really sure whether this is going to be appropriate for us? Or could you help us with, you know, sort of saying whether you're the right service or point in the right direction if it's not? Absolutely. No, we'd, we'd encourage that, actually. If you're not sure, get in contact with us. And actually, even if the project's not suitable for us, we can always funnel it into the wider land management team and, and something can be done with it there. So we, we always encourage anybody with any interest in anything environmental to get in touch and see what we can do for them. Okay. And finally, Ralph, um, so we are in the middle of the planting season for this year, but only got a few months left. Is it too late to get things sorted out for planting this year? Are we now looking at next year or, or, or could we just about manage that? I, I think if you've got trees that you ha- have already got on site then absolutely get them planted before the end of january before the end of february at the latest but right now we're looking at specking projects for planting coming up next year and looking at funding that's available going forward into the 24 25 planting season 
Brilliant. Well, a great thing to be planning into the future. Ralph, Hannah, thank you so much for telling us about that. Thank you very much for having us, Amanda. Thank you very much. My thanks to Hannah and Ralph, the Hertfordshire Woodland Creation Officers, and to Martin from Hornbeam Wood Hedgehog Sanctuary for putting me onto the great work that they are doing. And a bit more about the hedge that they facilitated at the Hornbeam Wood Hedgehog Sanctuary. It's nearly a kilometre long, and Martin says that it will provide a wealth of habitat and natural corridor for all wildlife to use, not just those adorable hedgehogs. So do have a think if there's anywhere near you that could benefit in this way too. Whilst we're on the subject of wood, Hertfordshire County Council have joined the national campaign to raise awareness about the health and environmental damage we do by burning wood. The campaign's called Clean Air Night and it goes hand in hand with the now well-established Clean Air Day. And like Clean Air Day, there's a date for us to focus on. This year's Clean Air Night is the 24th of January. And on that night, we're asked to try and refrain from lighting a fire. Of, of course, the campaign applies, you know, throughout the winter. Now, Matthew Clark is heading up the campaign for Hearts County Council and he acknowledges that it is a tricky campaign as we do seem to love our wood fires and we think they're natural and good for the environment and sadly, awareness about the health risks they pose is very low. So he's focusing this year on just three points. To start off with, burning wood is bad for our health. Even if we're burning wood in a closed stove, came as a surprise to me, but poor air quality is the largest environmental threat to our health. And burning wood increases the level of airborne particulates within our home to many, many times the recommended safe level. So not good for our health at all. Secondly, he points out that in most circumstances, burning wood is more expensive than other forms of heating. So if the cost of living crisis is crunching, then best not to turn to burning wood. And finally, the CO2 emissions from burning wood are in fact greater than they are from burning fossil fuels. We're cutting down trees faster than we're planting them. So not only are we releasing the carbon from the wood into the atmosphere, but we're also stopping those trees from sequestering more carbon now and into the future. Now, if you'd like to find out more, then do check out Clean Air Night on social media. There's also a website as well. And also head back to the podcast page of Mix926.com, where if you search for fire, you'll find the podcast of me talking to Professor Brian Monk. He's chair of the Board of Doctors and Scientists Against Wood Smoke Pollution. It's an international coalition of not-for-profits, doctors, scientists and other professionals who are dedicated to reducing the harm to human health and our climate by decreasing wood burning. Very interesting listen. And finally, local campaigner Sarah McLaren got in touch to say that she'd like to invite all women to attend a new round of Money Movers workshops coming up in February and March. She says that this will be an opportunity to green your money and ensure that what you invest and how you bank is backing the right kind of change in the world. Now, the workshops are for any woman interested in turning over the stone of what your money is quietly 
financing. And to illustrate why the work is needed, Sarah suggests we check out Oblivia Coal Mine on YouTube. I think you can guess who features, and it's certainly a powerful message that she gives. Now, Sarah says that we should be in no doubt that if left unchecked, the world's major banks do and will invest our money in fossil fuel-related projects. In fact, $4.6 trillion has gone that way since the landmark Paris Climate Agreement of 2016. So this could be one of the most impactful personal changes you'll ever make. And through these workshops, Sarah aims to deliver a fun and supportive place for you to begin. Money Movers is backed by the environmental campaign group Friends of the Earth and is in a movement of women supporting each other to take climate action through their personal finances, however much money they have. Over the course of three workshops held fortnightly, Sarah says that she will provide a safe, jargon and judgment-free space to examine the impact of our financial relationships. Together as peers, you'll empower one another to each make the changes that work for you. And if you'd like to reserve a place or just find out more, then email moneymoversarah at gmail.com. Do get in touch always good to hear from you. On email, I'm at amanda.yorworth at mix926.com or look for Environment Matters on Mix92.6 on Twitter and on Facebook. I'll be with you at the same time next week, but until then, thank you for listening.